1: Tennis paradise in Southern California. Brilliant
2: venue, great weather. Look at
1: the sunset. It's zero to have a tournament here. We've got plenty of big stars and high stakes action. Oh, no way. It's just a buffet, and we're going to gorge on tennis today. Oh, she's done it. A moment he will remember for the rest of his life. Congratulations on this massive win today. What does this title mean to you? Like a wild dream that you never expect to actually happen. Are you kidding? Oh, what a hustle. Oh, sensational. Who will contend for the title? The fifth major start, now. 2023, Indian Wells. How great is tennis? it's so great Jim welcome to TC live our one-hour pregame show on day one at the BNP Paribas open we are happy to be presented by safe flight for the next two weeks here in the desert is the annual return to tennis paradise the players favorite event year after year is back in the California desert the start of that sunshine double bringing out all the big names with 1,000 points and millions of dollars on the line. And for the first time, we've got both men and women starting the main draw on day one. An incredible safe flight order of play featuring lots of American stars. Marcos Girón, first up on Stadium One, followed by John Isner and Brandon Nakashima. Then we've got Katie Volinets and Shelby Rogers under the lights. Gael Monfils returning for the first time since last August. And young American Alicia Parks, looking forward to seeing her in action. Players on the practice courts, world number one, Iga Svantec, back in the desert, looking to defend her title. Last year, Sviantek became the youngest woman to complete the Sunshine Double, sweeping both Indian Wells and Miami. On the men's side, Yannick Sinner coming in as the 11th seed, playing his first match since the final in Rotterdam. Already a title for the Italian this year in Montpellier. And how about the top-ranked American woman? None other than Jessica Pagula. Made the quarterfinals here a couple years ago. And these days, never loses before the final eight. Coming into the desert with a record of 13-4 on the season. We've got the perfect perch for the next two weeks. Welcome to TC Live from Tennis Paradise. Steve Weisman, back with a couple. Of Grand Slam champions, former Indian Wells doubles champion, Chanda Rubin, and coach of the defending men's winner here, Paul Anacone. Great to be back in this beautiful
0: surrounding with the two of you all. Same, Steve. I mean, this is one of the times I look forward to. And I'm not just saying that because you're in front of me. I mean, it is absolutely fabulous. It doesn't get much better than this.
3: Now, this place is magical, right? <laughs> every year we get here, it feels like a, a breath of fresh air. All of this year, I felt like I maybe should have brought my skis after looking at the mountains around. And all that. I tell you what, yeah. I should have brought my skis, but the weather's going to be just fine. Look at the beautiful sunshine outside. Good to go.
1: We are good to go, and we will be with you every single day of this event for the hour before first ball. Get you caught up on all the major storylines, get some interviews, preview matches, everything you need to know here at the BNP Paribas Open. Chanda, what, what's your favorite part about this event?
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to pick anything not to love about this, but I do enjoy this setting. I mean, the, behind us, the beautiful flowers, the grounds, and the mountains but you look at nadal and you know this was big news steve the fact that he was not able to play here hasn't played since the australian open you wonder physically just where that puts him for the rest of the year it's a big miss for the tournament
1: it is uh, two of the most decorated men's champions of all times will not be at this event rafa because of the injury but the other one it's not because of an injury it's because novak djokovic well he's not allowed to enter the country unvaccinated The U.S. Travel Association, a travel industry rep, put out its thoughts on the situation as this will be the fifth Masters 1000 event that Djokovic will miss because of this rule in North America. They said the U.S. should remove pandemic vaccine requirements for international guests, which they say is hurting the economy. Uh, Paul, obviously we know it's the rules, but what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, this is such a tricky one. I, I just look—it's above. First of all, it's above my pay grade. Uh, but second of all, I don't know how they came up with the random date of May. You know, I, I never understood from the beginning why U.S. citizens that weren't vaccinated could travel abroad and come in and out, but citizens uh, of other countries weren't. So it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, first of all, I hate to hear and see everything so politicized, but as a tennis fan, it is a huge bummer. You know, we all want to see Novak here playing. He hasn't been able to play so many events as it is, but uh, The powers that be, unfortunately, have decided what it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's been one of the difficult parts about the pandemic. And even as we've come out of it, still, you know, trying to get back to normal. But government policies, different countries you are going in and out of players traveling. And they just have to be aware of that. And, you know, May, we look forward to Novak Djokovic being able to come back and what play the U.S. Open, but Cincinnati for this, and the U.S. Open yeah, May 11th
1: yeah. is, is when that ban ends. Although the the governor of Florida said uh, maybe he can come by boat, by a, boat? And, and get there for the Miami Open. So we'll, we'll see. If he well, gets... Maybe Starship Enterprise. Are
3: the rules Enterprise, different? Starship come... Enterprise maybe beam them down.
0: Huh. Is you know, it different if you come by stuff.
1: boat? Yeah. Uh, let, it, it may yeah. be there may be an asterisk in there or something like that. Or Paul, you were saying a unicorn, right? He could ride a unicorn.
3: Here. Yeah, ride the unicorn in or Enterprise could beam us <laughs> down. There's a couple other options
1: maybe. Captain Jean-Luc Picard, get, get get him in here. Well, we'll see what happens, but certainly we <laughs> will miss Novak Djokovic. Let's talk about the players, though, that are in the desert, and that includes the world number one on the women's side and defending champion, Iga Sviantek. She's looking to become the first back-to-back women's champion here since our own Martina Navratilova. That was back in 1990-91, the only woman to ever do it. Can Iga accomplish that same feat? She took out Maria Sakri in the final last year. That was her 11th straight win in a streak that got all the way to 37 wins in a row. Now, she is no longer infallible. Lost in the final of Dubai to Krejcikova before this event. As we take a look, though, she still is that top seed, Chanda.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the challenges as you look at this next year. She's playing as the world number one so much of 2022. And now she's got contenders. She's got players who are looking to figure out how to beat her. She's lost some matches. But it's been impressive the way she responds. She has that motivation. She keeps looking to get better, and it's been tough for her against big hitters, like we saw Sabalenka there at number two, Jesse Pagula, uh, who's also had uh, wins over Svantec. I think that's going to be the challenge, but it's one that Svantec really accepts and I think looks forward to.
1: So is she your winner? Who, who's, who's going to take the title, Chanda?
0: You know, um, I have to go with Svantec. I mean, I like Jessie Pagula's chances, though. I think these courts can really suit her game. She's become such a solid player. She's so, um, you know, she's so impressive with the way she stays just steady through match in and match out. I think that's going to hold her in good stead here. But Svantec, I still think, is the player to beat on this surface, on these with these conditions.
3: Yeah, I mean, how can I go against Chanda Rubin? I mean, how, first of all, I can't start the tournament going against Chanda Rubin. You can. No, I can't. That's just that's not. I don't. That's not how I roll, as my kids <laughs> would say. But uh, in all seriousness, Ega has played such great tennis. Look, Kravchukova showed us that she is a little vulnerable. There's a possibility. So there's talk in the locker room right now. The players do believe. Before the loss to Krajikova, when you saw her scores of how badly she was beating everybody, wow, that was breathtaking. But the road to, you know, this is all hypothetical, right, Chan? It could be a little bit tricky here and there.
0: No, it absolutely could be. I do think this, uh, for Svantec, this draw is doable. It's one she wouldn't, uh, you know, look at having as many problems, although fourth round, Haddad Maya, she's caused some problems for some players. Garcia has a big game if uh, she gets through to that stage. And, of course, Arena Sabalenka, I mean, she can take the racket out of anyone's hands, and I think that is always a challenge for Iga Świątek, but you look at at those matches and. You like her chances with them.
1: I like that third round matchup because that's, I mean, Bianca Andreescu, when she's on her game, yeah. she's a former champion here in the desert. So uh, certainly if she's healthy, could be a contender here as well on the men's side. Last year, it was a California dream for none other than Taylor Fritz. The SoCal native, his first Masters 1000 title, <laughs> defeating Rafael Nadal in the final. If you watch the Netflix series Breakpoint, you saw the foot injury Fritz had to overcome. All his coaches said, don't play. Taylor didn't listen, right, Paul? He ended up with the trophy. First American man to win here since Andre Agassi. And as we look at the top eight seeds on the men's side, he's the first American man ranked in the top five since our colleague Andy Roddick.
3: Yeah, and Taylor's so proud of that, as he should be. Finished the year in the top ten. Mike Russell as the lead coach has done such a great job. He really has taught Taylor a lot. Taylor has done all the hard work. Wolfgang Oswald, as we know, his trainer, you and I have talked about him before, Steve, has done a great job through the injuries, including here last year. But look, Taylor knows he belongs, and now he has all the tangible proof. He has all the facts. And there's nothing better than looking at facts to prove what you think about yourself. So now Taylor coming off a win in Delray. A tough loss last week to his buddy, Tommy Paul, who played some great tennis in Mexico. Mexico, but he does believe he belongs here, and so I think that's going to be a a new thing for him, but coming back to the place where it all started. Pretty good times.
1: Already picked up a cool 100 grand, too, last night. Tiebreak 10s winning that with arena Sabalenka. The, the game is on. Who is your pick, Paul, to win the title here?
3: You know, it's so tough to go against Daniel Medvedev, right? I mean, three titles in the row. The guy has played such great tennis. You saw him beat Novak in Dubai, 4-4, four and four, and it could have been even worse than that. He's played great, feeling confident. And I think this guy has a mission this year. He slipped outside the top ten. He wants to prove to everybody just how good he is. And, man, he has been devastating. We've seen him beat great player after great player. How about Rublev, two and two in the finals in Dubai? So Medvedev is very tough to beat. And, uh, like I said, he's got something on his mind, which is a statement about saying, guys, don't forget about me.
1: 14 straight wins he's had. Daniil Medvedev, who is still not one of the top four seeds right now, but looking to get back there. Who's your pick, Chanda?
0: Yeah, I think it's always dangerous when a, a guy like Medvedev, he's got a little something to prove again. And now he's a little more motivated. But I, I've been kind of looking at Carlos Alcarez. We ha- He hasn't had as many matches. He's had some injuries. We kind of wonder how he'll hold up physically. But I still think his mindset, how hungry he is, how good he looked uh, in his first matches, those first couple of tournaments coming back, I think the... These conditions suit him. Um, The court speed, he has such a big game. And I think he's got a good chance to work his way in to this tournament. We don't look past any player. But I think for Alcaraz, he would be happy with his draw and certainly feeling confident if he is 100% healthy.
1: He is the top seed. And if he wins the tournament, he passes Novak Djokovic to retake that world number one ranking. The tournament director here, our friend Tommy Haas, joins us right here on the desk in Paul's chair later in the show. He'll tell us all the new and great things you can find here on site at the BNP Paribas Open. Much more still to come on TC Live. We've got Chanda's FanDuel picks. Plus, we will explain why Judy Murray might need to recalibrate her activity tracking device. You won't believe what it said. Well, it's been an amazing start to the season already. We will show you the often imitated, never duplicated, best of the best of 2023 and how much is Serena Williams missing tennis? We'll hear from the 23-time major champ herself later in the show. TC Live at the BNP Paribas Open is presented by Safe Flight, the vehicle glass experts.
2: In hindsight, it's it's easy, but uh, when it first came out, it was kind of a head scratch. How are they gonna fill the, the grid, the programming? nowadays, that was a no-brainer. I think it's a game changer to be able to show just one niche product, and I love it. I think it's a great platform for the fans to get to know the players that normally will not be on TV. It's a great opportunity for those guys to, to get an audience. I think it's a, it's a storytelling for everybody, and uh, that is something that uh, never happened before. So I think it's opening doors for, for the fan, for the players. Happy birthday, Tennis Channel.
1: Nico Pereira, that's (laughs) our guy. Two decades of the best place to watch tennis in the world, Tennis Channel. And uh, over the next two weeks, the Sunshine Double, Indian Wells, Miami, we'll we'll have a lot of our colleagues and and tennis friends wishing – Tennis Channel, a very happy 20th birthday.
0: I love it. And how good was that from Nico? I love that piece.
3: Yeah, bringing some, uh, dropping some uh, nice wisdom on us all, and good perspective. Great for the fans, great for the players that maybe get a little bit more visibility. Happy birthday, TC. 20 years. 20 years.
1: Rolling on dubs. Cannot believe it. (laughs) Tennis Channel, already 20 years. Well, just a baby, really, 20 years old. A lot lot of room to grow still as well. Uh, There's been record rain and snow, as we've talked about, in, in Southern California of late. Well, Guess what? That happened, uh, those records, before Tennis Channel was even born. Here's Fox Weather with today's forecast. Hi, tennis fans. I'm Fox Weather's Britta Merwin. And here's today's BNP Paribas open
0: forecast. We're looking at the weather in Indian Wells today, a mix of sun and clouds, and pretty nice temperatures in the low to mid-70s. Now, don't forget, you can download the Fox Weather app or stream Fox Weather from your favorite connected TV device.
1: All right, thank you, Britta. When we come back, it's a Cliff Notes catch-up on the first couple months of the season, including this first-time major winner. You're watching TC Live at the BNP Paribas Open.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Back on TC Live, perfect weather, palm trees, prolific players. It is all in tennis paradise as we kick off the 2023 BNP Paribas Open today. An all-American college tennis matchup to start the day. UCLA against Illinois. Time to get you caught up on the first couple months of the season.
2: Taylor does it. And
1: Team United States are the inaugural United Cup champions. Game and set match. Sabalenka. Marina Sabalenka
0: is the Australian Open All champ
2: for
1: 2023.
3: How sweet this victory must feel. He is the best player on the planet again. He is not just the heir to greatness, he is greatness.
2: Ego, absolutely dominating. This has been so impressive.
3: It's Delray Beach Delight for Taylor Fritz.
1: The American number one ends up number one
0: for the week. Carlos Alcaraz takes the Buenos Aires title and on his return to the tour after three months away, he is back immediately in the winner's circle. Again. For the second final in a
1: row, Barbora Kvichikova gets the better of Iga Sviantec to win her first ever WGA 1000 title. He cannot stop winning right now. In. Daniel Medvedev. Three titles in three weeks. And now you're all caught up. Take a look at this. These are our match win leaders on the ATP and WTA this year. 19 wins already for Daniel Medvedev. The man is on a mission. 14 straight coming into the desert. For the ladies, Belinda Bencic, Caroline Garcia, both tied with 15 wins apiece. And Donna Vekic coming off a big win, 14-2. and two, Got Pam Shriver, our colleague, coaching her now. So a lot to be excited about. Of course, uh, that, that catch-up was winners only. So we missed some notable storylines there, including Andy Murray. How about the revival, Paul, of Andy Murray? This is a guy who's played... Thousands of hours on court, it seems like, so far. And in three matches, he's saved match points and gone on to victory already this year.
3: Yeah, it's, it's amazing, and, and you... A couple of things that we noticed about Andy, the competitive fire is still unbelievably blazing, right? He's won six out of nine tie breaks. He's up to just about 55 in the world, plays the big guns without any fear, wins over Zverev, just feeling really comfortable, beat Berrettini as well. And look, I think he is someone that no one wants to see on the other side of the net. As a tennis fan, I am thrilled to watch him play such good tennis.
0: Uh, it was so much fun to watch Andy Murray kind of turn back the clock, but at this stage of his career, he looked even more motivated to me. I mean, he was in these battles and impressive against, you know, young guy like Lehechka to outlast him. And in the end, you just have that kind of confidence. I mean, he's got such a deep vein of experience and winning. And you put that together with that fire he is still putting out there and also physically looking as well as he did. It's been fun to watch.
1: Save five match points against LaHechka. Look, he's looking to win some more titles, get, get to 50 on his career. Medvedev said of Murray, it's like as soon as someone arrives at match point, that's where the match starts. <laughs> that's a scary thought, Paul.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, we always talk about Rafa being arguably the greatest competitor we've seen in in anything. I don't know how Andy Murray's not in that same company. I mean, the guy is amazing. We talk about the match points being saved. He's another guy that looks like every point he plays, his life depends on it. I mean, if there's one thing you want to teach a young player is that mindset. Nothing's free. Work your tail off. Doesn't matter what the score is, and you just keep going. And he has been carrying the flag for that mantra for quite some time.
1: The crowd is going to love to see Andy Murray on the courts here at Indian Wells for the ladies. Arena Sabalenka uh, already picked up 100 grand. Won the tiebreak tens with Taylor Fritz last night. Look fantastic. They're 13 and one on the season. Just just that one loss. Started with 13 wins. Best win percentage on tour. The, one of those wins how about her first major title chanda what's impressed you most about sabalanka
0: i mean that title was huge and to kind of get that weight off of her back i mean she had been one of the best players to not have won a major yet and she has so much game she's got all the shots you know she's such a good athlete around the court and i think the confidence that she now has from getting her first major title in singles I mean, that you just can't quantify. And when you combine that with the firepower and with her ability, you know, throughout her career to just keep swinging away, doesn't get down, doesn't, you know, lose confidence in her game, she keeps putting it out there. And I think that's part of what continues to make her such a dangerous player. It makes her competitive on just about any surface. And I kind of feel like maybe the floodgates for Sabalenka have opened now that Mm. she's gotten kind of that, uh, that weight off of her back, I mean, she can swing away even more freely. That's pretty scary.
1: She's looking to do some more first. Never been past the round of 16 here, Paul. Lost her opener last year to Jasmine Paolini. But as we've talked about all year long, she's become her own psychologist. She's worked with a biometric specialist on her serve. So uh, what do these conditions present for Sabalenka?
3: Yeah, I'm a little surprised that she hasn't been um, as successful as she could be here, right? Because the conditions, ball goes through the air quicker, the power game um, should suit her pretty well. For me, when you see someone that overcomes a hurdle... (laughs) then you never know what's gonna happen. This is a little checkpoint for her when she played Krajikova in Dubai. She uh, lost in the quarters to Krajikova in three tough sets, but I don't mind that because she started the year so great and got over that hurdle. Most importantly, she's kind of erased that doubt in her mind about not only winning majors, but just a little bit of a hiccup with the serve. And and when a power player um, like Sabalenka starts to lose doubt, the other players start to gain fear because she can do so many things um, when she doesn't have to worry about that serve. And look, she's going to double fault a few, few times, but so what? The rest of her game is so good, and now the confidence is flowing.
1: Well, there is no doubt that the Pam Shriver effect is in effect for Agreed. none other than Donna Vekic right now. We saw one-off the tour lead in wins right now, Chanda. She's a seed here at Indian Wells.
0: No, it's such a big turnaround for Vekic. She's always been such a talented player. You know, she was pushing her way up the ranks. Uh, a- two or so years ago. And when you lose that confidence, kind of the opposite of what we're talking about with Sabalenka, it's very hard to kind of get it back. But Vekic, with Pam Shriver in her corner, it has clicked and it's been fantastic to see. She's playing the type of tennis that she needs to play to bring all of her weapons um, you know, into the fray of every match. And I think she's gaining the confidence and that is the key for any player and as you get those match wins under your belt, watch out. And I think for Vekic she is definitely going to be a player to watch the rest this season.
3: Yeah, I think so much of it at this level, the mind leads the body, right? I mean, we've seen Beckish before just a couple of years ago doing some great things. We know how much talent, how much power she has. Big groundies can can do so much. I think Pam has really been the right person to help add to her team because as a former great player, Pam knows the mental capacities of what to do to regain confidence and let those beliefs drive all the physical talents that you have. And we saw it in Monterey. And, look, I think Donna Vekic is a lot more great things ahead of her, so it's going to be fun to watch that journey.
1: Coming into a big event like this, Chanda, what does it mean to have a title on your way in?
0: I think it's big. And to have a title at this early part of the season, I mean, that's what every player works for week in and week out. And I think, you know, for Veckage when you get that kind of confidence, it, it also, you know, kind of proves the decisions that you've made up to this point. So I think it all goes hand in hand. Uh, she's such a terrific ball striker. She anticipates well. You don't realize how good of a mover is. She's in the right place at the right times. And I think all of those things starting to flow from her game, the confidence is the cherry on top.
1: Right. Well, you all are in the right place at the right time to get the expert analysis of Chanda and Paul throughout the show. More match previews coming up here on TC Live, but when we come back it is none other than the tournament director himself. The tournament director that plays more tennis than anyone else, Tommy Haas, joins us on the desk. When you see the windmills on the 10, you know you're headed to Indian Wells. Welcome back to the Southern California desert leading you up to first ball, the BNP Paribas Open. TC Live comes away every day at 1 p.m. Eastern. Then it is wall to wall coverage, live tennis from Indian Wells, encore coverage until play begins the very next day. Back on our desk, Steve Chanda, and we are so happy to welcome in the tournament director, Tommy Haas, here at Indian Wells. It's always great to see you. Time for your, your, your State of the Union
2: address on day one. That's it. Likewise. <laughs> it's always nice. When I sit here, I know the tournament can begin, right? It's like great tennis is on the way. So uh, welcome back to Tennis Paradise. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure
1: to be here, privileged to be here. Listen, all, all of the healthy big-name players are here in the desert except for one. What, what was your reaction when you found out the news that Novak Djokovic would not be allowed in the country to play here?
2: Yeah, many emotions, to be honest, right? In some ways, uh, very sad to see, in some ways, very unfair, uh, in my opinion. I think uh, a lot of the people that have a name in tennis, you know, spoke out and uh, and tried to sort of, you know, head in the right direction to, to sort of obtain a waiver for him to come into the country to play. We certainly did everything that we could to make that happen. And uh, it's very unfortunate, not only for, for him, of course, but I think for the, for the game of tennis. He's uh, the best player in the world. Uh, what he did in Australia, considering what happened to him the year before there, being able to get back into the country and obviously win the Australian Open there in that the shape and form, the way he did, seeing his emotions afterwards. This is something you wanted to see here, right? I mean, uh, you know, when he reaches out and says that he would love to come to Indian Wells, I mean, it's like a, a tournament director's and the tournament's dream. But... Uh, Unfortunately, it is what it is. Uh, We have to accept uh, the rules that are still in place, if you like them or not, and uh, you have to move forward now and, uh, you know, obviously watch out for the new era and the new names in the game of tennis. It's still obviously going to continue. Tennis will always continue and prevail no matter what happens, but uh, yeah, unfortunate.
0: Well, one of the players who is here is Iga Swiatek, and so many eyes have been on her. It was last year here where she started her ascendancy to number one in the world and has been unbelievable um, in how she's gotten through a lot of matches, but also, I think, in how she's responded to losses. So what are you looking forward to seeing in her game at this year's event?
2: I really like her game. I think everything about her, right, I think she is uh... – such a great athlete the way she's out on the court mentally strong um you know playing playing the way she does aggressive yet very good defensive player and you know when you're winning and you have a winning streak like she did last year and you come back here as a defending champion you know i think she's the one to beat here that's that's my that's my opinion obviously a lot of good uh, sort of uh, matchups most likely with sabalenka playing extremely well sakari is here badosa who played well here and many many more so we'll see what happens but um yeah it's uh, it's tremendous um, to see how she has elevated her game, and how eager she is to just, you know, keep wanting to win. Well, this is
0: one of the most beautiful settings in the world for tennis tournament for any sporting event. It's hard to improve upon perfection. But, you know, when you look at how you want to keep pushing the envelope, are there improvements around the grounds that you've looked to make this year? Are there little things you're trying to
2: add? Yes, absolutely. And I appreciate you saying that because every time I come on the grounds here as well, I mean, it is, it is truly spectacular. The venue is in tip-top shape. The palm trees, every every you know sort of uh, flower is in the right position, basically. But no, we've done some upgrades. You know, there's a new enhanced uh, uh, on-site retail place, which I think maybe Stephen would really appreciate you because <laughs> you strike me as a guy that right, like if you walk in there to, you know you have to check it out. Everything is like literally perfect. Okay, makes you want to buy merchandise. Yeah, because hey, I me think Tommy a yeah, discount. Yeah, you, you're, I'm in. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We'll talk about that after. But it's uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a that's a great thing to to kind of you know teamed up with legends there, and obviously great to have uh, you know a trio of um, you know brand ambassador. Here as well with you know BMW being back which is great obviously I like that as uh, being German American then you have Seabourn, you know and uh, and you like tequila yeah yeah who doesn't Ma- Maestro Doble I see I don't drink too much but uh, you know maybe give that a try at okay. some point you know here at uh, in, on the grounds at some point but um, no overall grounds look great everything is in uh, as, as good as it gets it really is. Once the show's over, Chanda. We, I'm there. Taquilla, Tequila? Uh,
0: yeah. Tequila
1: and Tommy. There you uh, go. <laughs> here with Tommy Haas, tournament director at Indian Wells. And uh, one of the great things about this tournament, Tommy, is you get a lot of singles players playing doubles here because of the length of the tournament. And, and it just kind of works out for them. Some of the teams we have here, Holger Runa, Ben Shelton, Francis Tiafo, Stan Vavranka, Gregor Dimitrov, Hubie Herkoch, Who are you most
2: excited to see? All of those that you just mentioned. I mean, it's really, really great. I think Rune and Shelton, you know, the, the next generation sort of playing together. I think that's a really, really good combo, right? Uh, really also like to watch them and wanting to see the, how far they get in singles. I think you have, you know, two names that, are, that have a chance to go really far. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Shelton is playing for Nini first round, which is going to be like a, a blockbuster match right off the gate. Um, and, um, you know, the, this challenge for us really is because there's so many great doubles matches, same, you know, we're doing the draw for the ladies later, also singles players that like to play doubles, is like on what court do you want to put them on, right? Like the first weekend, because, you know, you have these, obviously, three, four great stadium courts, but you have so many matches also playing singles, and then they got to come back the next day and maybe play doubles. So it's, it's really challenging with the scheduling-wise, because you want to give, you know, the, the crowd what they want to see. Um, and a great doubles match on court number six, where, you know, only 2,500 people can sit, might sometimes not be enough. So it's, uh, those are the challenges, and those are the upgrades we look forward to, you know, in the next couple of years to come. But obviously, can't wait to to see all these names that you just mentioned.
0: Well, this tournament, it's not just a favorite for players, but it's a favorite for fans as well. They have a little more access to players. They can take pictures. We have one of our friends of TC who goes around taking selfies, LaWanda. And it's one of the staples, I think, on the calendar. What makes fan engagement here so special?
2: I think, like what you just mentioned, it is because the, the beauty of the venue in itself, uh, the fact that you can get up so close and personal to all the practice courts, the matches, the stadiums look beautiful. Um, I don't know if you, if you like to splurge a little bit and you have some money extra that you saved, you know, you can go to Nobu and Stadium 2, have an amazing meal, watching tennis, you know, there's a new restaurant in Stadium 1 called Bistro 88. If you like, uh, you know, Pink's hot dogs or, you know, if you like homemade ice cream from Handles, I mean... You just name it, there's, there's pretty much everything that you can think of. Um, and that's always what you know, we try to really do. is like, you know, make sure that the fans get what they deserve. You know, make sure that the sponsors get what they need. And uh, obviously the players is our number one concern because that's the reason why we're here. So um, all of those things are intact and we can have an amazing <laughs> tournament. And by the way, hopefully the weather—I mean, it actually is going to warm up a little bit. It was a little bit cold last night. I don't know if you watched tiebreak Tennis. Yeah, but no, that it, was, uh, it, was, that it was, was fine. It was—it was better than LA. so yeah, I was, was okay yeah. with it. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it didn't snow here yet, so that's <laughs> a good snow. thing. But actually, even have you seen the surroundings? <laughs> of the yeah, sun? I mean, Love it, it does look uh, phenomenal. So yeah. even that is—is is a nice thing. So
1: yeah, the mountaintops now have snow. I mean, it, tennis paradise just took it to another level. Uh, Tommy, it's always a pleasure to spend some time with you. Have a great tournament, and Thank hope you. to see you around. Absolutely, you will. All right, Tommy Haas, tournament director, joining us as. As always, day one of the BNP Paribas Open. It's going down in the desert. We've got SoCal native Marcos Giron taking the court against Alexander Kovacevic. That is at the top of the hour. We'll break down the Americans when we come back.
3: Taylor Fritz. A career-defining moment for Taylor Fritz, who comes of age. Masters 1000 title.
1: What a run that was for Taylor Fritz, the defending champion here in the desert. Taking a look at all the seeded Americans this year at Indian Wells. We got Big Foe at 14, Tommy Paul 17, Maxime Cressy sneaking in at 32 for the ladies, Pagula, Coco Goff, Madison Keys, and Amanda Samova at 31. Time to talk about the top American storyline. So we saw there on both sides. We got three Americans ranked in the top 20 seeds, which is pretty impressive. Let's start. With Taylor Fritz, Paul, checked off a lot of boxes last year. Had Got that Masters 1000 win, a quarterfinal to major, a top 10. Now he's a top five player. Uh, what are you most proud of, and, and what's next in the process?
3: Just really his resilience. I mean, last year he had some great results, but I, I think the biggest accomplishment in my mind was his ability to get his average level better. And, and I think his average level is the reason that he won here. It's the reason that he got ranked in the top 10. And ultimately, it's the reason that he made the ATP World Tour for finals. He found ways to get through matches when he wasn't playing his best tennis. That's the difference to go from one level to the next. He's learned it. Now he's got to live it and he's got to continue to increase it.
0: Yeah, I think that's really the key, especially to play consistently at the top of the game, consistently in the top 10, top five. You're not going to always play Great tennis. Some days it's just gonna be average and you have to be able, you know, to have a baseline of play that can win against just about anybody. And I think Taylor Fritz, he has he's doing that and it's been so impressive. He understands his game so much. There's not hesitation when he gets into tight moments and matches. He's got go to plays, and I think all those have really allowed him to play at this level so so consistently over the last twenty four months or so.
1: Absolutely. Last man to repeat here, Novak Djokovic did it three times, two thousand fourteen to two thousand sixteen. Taylor Fritz also playing doubles in the desert with his good friend Tommy Paul. And they just had an epic three-set battle in Mexico, Paul. This one went more than three hours. They were both cramping. Uh, Taylor was throwing up at the end. But Tommy Paul is having the season of his life inside the top 20, a semifinalist at the first major of the year. Well, what's vaulted him to this level?
3: Yeah, this was a great battle for these two buddies to fight it out down in Mexico. i got to say, one of the most impressive things – For Tommy's evolution, in my opinion, is to watch his partnership with Brad Stein. I mean, I think when you have a talented, gifted athlete like Tommy Paul that can do so many different things, it's about trying to figure out which golf club to use at the right moment. And Brad Stein has done, I think, a masterful job at helping Tommy buy into that. And now Tommy's using that great athleticism to finish at the net when he needs to, to use defense when he needs to, and he's figuring out when to do what. And to me, that's the difference between 37 in the world and 16 and 8 and 5 as you start to get better. So it's been a, it's been a great progression for
0: him. Yeah, it's so important to have all those components in place. And then you still need know- never know when a player will get that breakthrough. will just turn the corner and, you know, start to get matches and get the belief. I think Brad Stein has been a a tremendous for for Tommy Paul, and now he believes in his game. He believes because what he's put into practice, it's getting him success. And I think also for me, seeing Taylor Fritz have the success mm-hmm. he's had over the last 24 months, that is huge, especially for a guy you've played with through juniors, who you're friends with, you know so well. That motivates you. That gives you a little more belief, something to shoot for. So I think it's all coming together for Tommy Paul.
1: All those guys motivating each other, right? I mean, we saw Francis Tiafo make a semifinal, then it's Tommy yeah. Paul. We'll see who does it next at a major and who wins the next Masters 1000. Jessie has already won a 1000-level event on the women's tour. She comes in as the top ranked American in the world, as consistent as chap lips in the desert. I mean get this. Hasn't lost before the quarterfinals of any event since August, Chanda, What do you expect to see from her here?
0: Uh, it's been tremendous from Pagula and we're starting to see, you know, she is the player that the champions, tournament winners, have to go through. I mean, those are the players she's losing to. And I think that shows you how consistent she's gotten, how she understands her game, when to be aggressive, how to be consistently aggressive as well. We talk about belief and Jessie Pagula. She's got that in spades now, but she also just very quietly is such a good competitor. You know, she stays so even out there. And for me, that's been the most impressive part of her game. Sometimes, you know, to the point you made about uh, Taylor, sometimes she's not playing her best and she finds ways to hang in matches, you know, to be able to turn things around and still get through and get those wins. And that is big uh, for any player, but especially with where Jessie Pagula is playing at.
3: Yeah, at the top of the game is such narrow margins, right? You you talk about uh, efficiency, you talk about the ability to perform under pressure, and there's not a lot that can go wrong with Jessie Pagula's game. Um, We saw the ceiling rise, I did personally in the United Cup when I saw her uh, take care of Iga Fiantek pretty comfortably down there. So, So we know she can play at the top of the game. Again, I like to look at partnerships. And, you know, I talked about Brad Stein. Look at what David Witt has done with her. Michael Russell's done an amazing job with Taylor Fritz. So you find... People that kind of click and are able to get a message the player buys in, believes the average level goes up, and then all of a sudden they get in big moments and they know what to do and trust it, and that's what's happened to Jesse Pagula, and it's been fun to watch.
1: It's been fun to watch. It's been fun to see Jesse playing doubles as well with Coco Gauff, and, and Gauff comes in at semifinals in Dubai. Youngest player to make semifinals at two 1,000-level events before turning 19 By the way, she'll turn 19 here in the desert. What's most important, Chanda, for her to raise the trophy at the end of Indian Wells?
0: Yeah, you know, I think the partnership with Pagula has actually been great for Coco Golf, a player who's you know a little older, has a little more experience, who's now the American number one, and it takes a little pressure off of golf. I mean, we've had our eyes on her as such a young player for so many years. She's still growing. She's still improving her game. I think she also is making some strides, played Iga Svantec a little bit closer. I think that that helps sometimes it's just about those little steps you're making once you get to this level uh, for Coco Golf. Top 10, you know, it's hard to find kind of things to keep you pushing forward and not get bogged down with the pressure and you know, all the things you want to accomplish to keep moving forward, to keep progressing, getting better. I think that's going to be the key for Coco Golf. But already she's so tough mentally, that gives her certainly an advantage against the field.
3: And that's amazing, right? She's about to turn 19, she's lived life in a fishbowl since. So She's been 14, 15. And and we've talked about a lot of different things. We've talked about, oh, she's got to fix her second serve. She's got to fix her forehand. She's got to do this. Well, she's still a teenager, and and she's doing so great. So she's right there knocking on the door, and she's another another one of those relentless competitors. I love so much to watch her play and, as a teenager, continue to try to figure out what to do even when things aren't going perfectly. It's not really, uh, for me, a matter of if. It's just when for her, and I think that win is getting much closer.
1: Love to watch her play, also love to watch her practice. Had that night session with Francis Tiafoe uh, on Stadium One. That that was really cool to see as well. March 13th, Coco turns 19. See if she'll be celebrating that birthday right here in the desert. A reminder for everybody, TC Plus is available throughout Indian Wells and Miami, the Sunshine Double. Watch all the matches uninterrupted. Use this QR code on the screen right now, take a photo, for a 20% discount. Well, I paused there so you had a little more time to, to break out your phone and use the QR code. 20% off all year long for TC+. Plus. Chanda's doing it right now. Uh, still to come, Chanda's FanDuel match of the day plus the hottest shots, the prettiest points. It is our best of the best thus far from 2023. Chad Paul, Steve, back on TC Live, presented by SafeLight. We're about 10 minutes away from first ball on day one of the BNP Paribas Open. Marcos Giron already made three quarterfinals this year, won an NCAA championship at UCLA, taking on Alexander the kovacevic He was a two-time All-American at the University of Illinois. Brett Haber and Paul Anacone will be on the call for that one. Meantime coverage, Vindian Wells also on Valley Sports and T2. Leaf Shiras and Hall of Famer Tracy Austin with the call at the top of the hour. First match featuring Ugo and and then you got Jason Kubler taking on Lorenzo Sinego. So we got you covered on multiple networks with multiple matches. All the best stuff right here. 20th anniversary. Of tennis channel at this point in the show every day uh, we're going to try to make you some money. It is our Fanduel match of the day. Let's see what we got today and who we're picking for this one. It is Yuri LaHechka the Czech taking on Arthur Rinderkinesh and Lahetchka, the heavy favorite. Paul, I mean, you got to bet three hundred twenty
3: bucks just to make a hundred. Lahetchka, keep your eyes on him. You heard it from Steve Weissman first. <laughs> top 20 in the world, Steve, at the end of the year. Top 20. Lehechko. Top 20
1: in the world. Yep. Okay, Chanda, what, what say you?
0: I agree with that. I, I mean, I think well inside the top 20. This guy's a baller, Lahetchka. He hits the ball big. He moves well. He's confident playing at the net. He's aggressive in these different areas. supporting me, right? Lyches. I love that. It's I awesome. like it.
3: First day. Like <laughs> who's going to
1: leave the top 20 for him to get in? <laughs> I don't worry about that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're they look may not leave,
0: but you will get pushed out. Huh. Yeah, That's how that, it that, works. That, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Rinder Kanesh, I mean, obviously, not, uh, he's an underdog he's here. Really but good play, have,
3: very yeah. good player, but I just think LaHechka is, is really starting to play some unbelievable tennis. You saw it against Murray. I saw it last year, uh, early spring, was kind of the first time I saw uh, this young guy play. And, boy, he has a lot of game, and he's really starting to come into his own.
1: Quarterfinals at Australia this year beat three-seeded players, including Felix Oje-Aliasim. So everybody's saying Yuri Lahetchka, book it. Top 20, end of the year. Right now, FanDuel giving all new users 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to $200, win or lose. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and start making every moment more. Speaking of more, Chanda has her
0: own FanDuel pick
1: of the day. We are very excited about this. We're not so sure about Chanda's avatar in the in the upper right. <laughs> That's uh,
0: supposed to look like me, Steve. I mean, you know, it's getting there.
1: Okay. It's getting there. All right, so this is your pick of the day. You're taking yeah. Shelbs. Shelby Rogers over Katie Volynets. Tell us about it. You
0: know, I, I am. I think, you know, these two have played a couple of times before. Katie Volynets actually beat Shelby Rogers for her first WTA main draw win. So I think that's going to give her a little bit of confidence, and she's coming off of a big semifinal result in Austin. So she's playing uh, with some real poise. But Shelby Rogers, she's got such a big game. She's got weapons. She's got experience. I think these courts favor her game. She's been very comfortable playing here in the desert and I think she's just gonna have a little too much for her compatriot but this should be a really good one.
1: All right, So you're putting 10 Chanda bucks on that one. This is what we're gonna do all the year pressure, long.
0: Steve, The pressure, <laughs> Steve. But this is fun. I'm looking forward to it. You're gonna test me, see how I do. Yeah. You're gonna grade me at the end.
1: Chanda cha-ching. <laughs> bet, bet on Chanda's picks. We're gonna get cha-millionaire. to to come voice and open for this whole thing. It's going to be fantastic. All year long, Chanda Rubin, her FanDuel Picks of the Day. It starts with Shelby Rogers. Time now to see what's trending on social media other than Chanda's avatar. Uh, All-time tennis mom, Judy Murray, with a curious reading on her health tracker. Now you're talking, Judy. According to your activity, you've earned seven glasses of wine. Have you seen this before, Chanda? I have not, but
0: (laughs) did you earn them in the same day? Like, do you drink them all at once? I mean, that's... It looks lot that too. way. You know? That's a lot. I don't know if I I'm could do seven glasses that. of wine.
3: And loving that. Just do it with uh, some responsibility, and spread <laughs> it out, and take a little nap, and call Uber. You're good. That's
1: not a. That's not a Fitbit. That's a boozy bit.
0: I've never like seen it. this before, but I need one. <laughs> I need one of those Get in my life. Get me one of those, yeah.
1: Judy, please. <laughs> I guess she earned it. I mean, three hours and 19 minutes of awesome, work, right? right? 3,000 calories she burned. Now, now she gets seven glasses of what appears to be red wine. <laughs> what?
0: Like okay. It. The question was, what was she doing? How many calories?
1: Right. <laughs> wow. 20, uh, Judy, <laughs> let us know. And, and and did you drink the, the seven so glasses? I have so many of- questions. So much uh, Serena Williams is not here with us playing, but she tweeted this early in the morning today. Every day I miss playing. Then I think about training for eight-plus hours a day. It's not that bad, right? Is it?
0: Eight-plus hours That's a day. That's a lot of hours. I mean, yeah. Who, who's <laughs> going to miss that?
3: No. I mean, I, I yeah. look, I, I think Serena has earned the right to do whatever she wants, and I love that mantra. As soon as you realize the hard work, mm, maybe not. Life's <laughs>
1: good. I feel like she only needs three or four hours a day and she could be fine. Probably.
0: I, I think, you know, at some point that's she had brought it down right. from eight hours. Eight eight I do believe hours. that. Yeah. That's a lot. But she's that good. Day. She doesn't need that's eight. That's
3: like a Steve Weissman workout. <laughs> <day. laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> three, four hours. Yeah. Um, a little less than that. Chana, <laughs> I remember early in the year, remember your, your surprise pick of, of the year was Serena's coming back? So, I mean, she misses tennis.
0: We uh, it, The jury's still out. It right. could still yep. happen. <laughs> never still say
1: haven't never. I still have lost that yet. Never say never. <laughs> You <laughs> never know. We, we, we miss doubt you, it. Serena, yeah. as well. You miss tennis. Yeah. Put it all together. Let's Start playing. <laughs> we can get you commentating as well. <laughs> Stefano Sitsipas out on the practice court. Warm I like that T-shirt. Look at the back there. Tongues so out. It's not Chanda's avatar. That's not Chanda's avatar. We'll get that. We'll get our finest artists at Tennis Channel to fix that up. live at the BNP Paribas Open is brought to you in part by FanDuel, make every moment more, and by Sensodyne, number one dentist-recommended brand for sensitive teeth. Incredible! Oh my goodness. Oh, that's an amazing point. That's just big hitting there. Mark that down for best of the best.
2: Behind the back flick, then still doing the point.
3: Oh, man, take a bow. You deserve it. The French crowd deserves it.
1: Oh, would
2: you believe it? So good. He does it lying down.
3: Good to see him smiling for once as well.
0: In with it when he made that shot. Oh, well, that will be in the replays for a long while. That was a great guy. That was better than Boris Becker at his best.
1: I, th- those could hold up for the rest of the year. Wow.
0: Those are special. That was a good job. That was like two our months. did. Two yeah. months of tennis. My goodness. <laughs> Come on, guys. I got, I got to get going
3: here. I got I got stuff to do. Brett's waiting for Oh, me. you got a what match got to going call. It's our,
1: our safe flight right. order of play, Paul. That's right. what we got coming up. Stadium right. one. I mean, you're going to call it. Marcos Girón, Alexander, Kovacevic. If you don't know how to say the last name, just think. Buster Rhymes, pass the Kovacevic, and you pass got the it.
3: the Kovacevic. Okay, got it. A lot, a
1: lot of good matches that we've got you for today. And uh, how about John Isner, Brandon Nakashima? Let's talk about that one a little bit Isner defending doubles champion with Jack Sock. They are back to defend that title, but John Isner still inside the top 50 and rolling against. The youngster inside there, uh, Brandon Nakashima. What do you make of this matchup?
0: You know, uh, John Isner is still such a tough out because of the weapons, the big serve. He understands how to play, how to play from uh, his strengths. Nakashima, though, he's been that up-and-coming player we've been watching. Hasn't quite done as much over, you know, the last handful of months or so, the last eight or nine months. So you just wonder where his confidence level lives. He's beaten John Isner before. I think it is a good matchup for him on these slower courts. But Isner is so tough to get through when you are just a little off of your best.
1: And he loves these courts as well. I mean, that that serve kicks up nicely for big John Isner. Looking forward to that one. Uh, Also looking forward to seeing Gael Monfils back on court. He's now a papa. First match as a daddy. Him and Alina Svitolina had had baby Sky. Uh, But he's been off for a long time, since August, Paul. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. I,
3: I, was, I, I saw him on the grounds a couple of days ago. Brought such a good smile on my face. One of the most likable guys that's ever played the game. And sure, probably going to be a little bit rusty. But Steve, my humble opinion... Best athlete that's ever played the men's professional game, Gail Monfils. Guy's awesome. So much fun to watch. I'm so glad he's back.
1: We we are all glad that, that he is back. He is pure entertainment. Can't wait for Gail Monfils. Under the lights, Stadium One, and also under the lights, we get to see Alicia Parks taking on Anna Kalinskaya chant at nine point eight aces per match. That's the most on tour. What makes her serve so great?
0: Uh, she's been such a revelation, and, and she's starting to find that belief in her game. I mean, she has such a big weapon in that serve. She's a good mover around the court. She's aggressive, confident at the net, and we don't see a lot of players looking to get to that area of the court as often, and I think that sets her apart And winning her first title. That is always huge for any player. So I think she's got some real positives, check marks in her column. This is going to be a tough one, though, against uh, Colin. Skaya who is an experienced player who has some weapons as well so this will be a good matchup for Parks but I like her chances on these courts as well we talk about the speed mm-hmm. I think that will suit her game well,
1: the serve is gonna be something we are looking on yeah. for Alicia Parks looking at when her first main draw match here and it's a big-time setting under the lights day one night one at the BNP Paribas open Marcos Giron is getting ready to take the court first up there's Alexander Kovasevich, the uh, two-time All-American at Illinois. Just won a challenger in Waco, Texas on Sunday. His second challenger title of the year, Paul. He's right around top 100. Yep, starting to believe and uh, new beginnings, a lot of talent. Great American test right here. That's his Masters 1000 debut. And then here Once is... A brewing, always a Bruin, always a Bruin. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcos Giron. Marco Girone already three quarterfinals this year: Auckland, Dallas, and Delray Beach. From nearby Thousand Oaks, crowd's gonna like him. Brett Haber, Paul Anikone will have the call for this one. I'll be on the desk with Chanda, Lindsey Davenport, and Jim Courier throughout the day for interviews and updates. It's a uh, full day, full night of live tennis. Day one at Indian Wells starts next.